You're listening to Brave and Boss, the podcast, episode 16. On today's episode, you're definitely going to want to grab a notepad and a pen because I'm interviewing a Facebook ads expert who is dropping some serious value bombs on how to set up your Facebook ads for success. So let's dig in. Welcome to Brave and Boss, a podcast for the purpose-driven founder who wants to grow their e-commerce business. I'm your host, Christy Sumer. I'm the CEO and founder of the Ethical Fashion Line Encircled, a conscious business coach and passionate about helping you break through your limits and build a brand that matters. Let's do this. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Brave and Boss, the podcast. I'm your host, Christy Sumer, the founder and CEO of the Ethical Fashion Brand Encircled mentor in Marie Forleo's B-School program and business coach and obviously hosting this podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. If you are a repeat listener, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. I promise that this episode is going to be probably one of the best that I've done in a long time. I attribute that to my guest who is amazing, who I'm going to introduce in just a minute, but I wanted to start with talking about a few things. So I wanted to do a lot more interviews this year because one of the things is that I learn best from others, from their experiences, from test and learn. And I talk a lot about this in the podcast, that there is no silver bullet solution for email marketing. I mean, you really just have to test a bunch of stuff. And that is truly the essence of Facebook and Instagram ads. You need to be testing stuff all the time. I mean, you know, you're going to have the rare instance where you put up an ad and it's just going to hit and it's going to be amazing and bring you so much money, but that is very unusual. A lot of these brands that are being very successful with paid advertising have really done their work to test creative and copy and audiences. So that's just a smidgen of what we're going to talk about today with my guest. Uh, One other thing I want to mention to podcast listeners is if you have any podcast ideas, like any topics you want me to cover, please slide into my DMs at Christy Sumer and just send me a quick message and give me a few topics you'd love for me to cover. I don't do like DM coaching, but I'm happy to answer any of your questions on a podcast episode. Alternatively, if you want to join our Facebook group, it's totally free. It's facebook.com slash group slash brave and boss. And last but not least, if you guys missed the launch of my email marketing masterclass last year, this program has been really impactful on people and their businesses who took it. All the students have rave reviews, which I'm super proud of. And we recently replatformed it onto Teachable. So Teachable has been really interesting. It's just a much better interface I find for e-learning. And as I was going through that course, I was like, wow, I really don't talk about this course enough. I'm like, this is some great content in here that I've created. So what I've done is I've created a free training that you can get anytime, 24-7, and I'm going to put the link in the show notes for it. But essentially what it is, is a 60-minute class on five ways you can 5x your email marketing. Totally free, no obligation. All you have to do is sign up for emails from me and you'll get that free training and then you'll get a bonus if you're interested in proceeding to the email marketing masterclass. All right, so without further ado, let's get into it and introduce our guest for today. So our guest today is Shelby Fowler. She is a Facebook and Instagram expert. In late 2020, Shelby founded... Vampire Ads Academy to empower female entrepreneurs to run their own profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Every month, members get all the tools and support they need to scale their businesses with ads. So she's going to go through her success framework for 
launching and scaling profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. And I cannot wait for this. So let's go. Okay, today's guest, I'm very happy to have her on the podcast because I know it's a hot topic that everybody loves talking about in our Facebook group, Facebook ads. So please welcome Shelby Fowler to the podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for agreeing to be on the podcast. Let's start off with a quick intro. So why don't you tell the listeners who you are, what you do, and why? So my name is Shelby Fowler, obviously. I own Fempire Media, which is a Facebook and Instagram ads agency. And I also teach Facebook and Instagram ads to female entrepreneurs. And I just love Facebook ads because I'm able to really help clients scale quickly and I get to witness it, right? I started my business years ago as a full service digital marketing agency and we offered like all the things, right? So social media, websites, all of it. And the thing with social media and websites and the organic marketing is it takes so long to see an ROI and it just became I was obsessed with being able to see the return. So being able to work with the client and then, you know, a month later, a couple of months later, we're getting like five times ROI or more on, on the work we've done. So that's kind of my obsession. <laughs> I'm sure you have questions, but yeah, I mean, I can totally relate to that. That's one of the things I love about Facebook is that and paid advertising means you can see the results fairly immediately, which is really great. So that talks a little bit about how you kind of pivoted from digital marketing to Facebook marketing. But how did you like cut your teeth in it? Did you just like start learning it on your own? Were you running a brand or were you just kind of testing and learning with client accounts? Like how did you start to learn what were the best practices in paid ads? Yeah. So I started working originally with restaurants. My parents were restaurant owners growing up and I worked in and out of restaurants like most of my adult life. So I knew that there was a need for marketing and that's how I kind of started to learn. And with some of it was my own money, quite honestly. And then when I started my digital marketing agency, I was running ads for myself and I was seeing great return. So I began to offer it to my clients. And because we were getting great results, I personally didn't know that like people just did ads. I mean, it was, this was like years ago and I just didn't know that that was a thing that people could offer. (laughs) So once I realized that I could just do that and focus on that, that's what I did. Cool. Well, yeah, it's definitely been a huge growth area since like, I think we really started seriously advertising at Encircled in like 20. 2016, 2017, and 2017 was like the heyday of like Facebook ads. Like the ad costs were so cheap and (laughs) the conversions were so high. And it was definitely like a really interesting learning experience. And there's no better way to learn than actually putting your money on the table and trying out ad sets and campaigns and stuff like that. Good old trial and error. (laughs) Totally. And that's one of the things I think is creates some fear, I think, amongst some of our listeners that I've found that, you know, a lot of startup brands. I particularly focus on working with female identifying founders. A lot of them tend to be a bit afraid of investing in paid ads. Yet I've often seen with any brand that's really grown quite big in e-commerce, that's really truly one of their biggest customer acquisition channels. What would you say about this fear of spending money and how can they kind of change their mindset around that? 
That's a great question. So one is to know your numbers because what we think and what I see a lot is that people try ads for the first time. They have no strategy in place. They don't know what they're doing. They don't have a goal. They don't know the numbers. And you might as well drive on the freeway with a wad of cash in your hand and roll down the window and like let it fly. Because if you don't have a plan, if you don't have a direction, you're going to lose money. You definitely want to know your numbers. When you know your numbers, you can become confident in projecting results. So for, I know most of your listeners are product-based businesses, e-commerce businesses, the things you really need to know are your lifetime value of a customer, your average order value, and what is your normal cost per customer acquisition. And what you want to know is that when you run ads, you're going to want to spend about 30% of your average order value for customer acquisition. So for instance, if it's if your customer is spending $50 on average per order, then you want to invest, you should be able to invest about 30% of that to acquire a customer, a new customer. And if you have a higher lifetime value of a customer, so they keep reordering from you all the time, then you can spend a little bit, a little bit more to get clients if you know that you're gonna get that on the back end, right? So if they keep reordering from you for years, then you may be willing to spend a little bit more. But I say all of that because when you know the numbers, then you can run ads a lot more confidently because you have a plan in place, right? That's been tested and proven. And ads are going to help you scale your business if you have a plan. Yeah, I totally love that answer. I mean, data is something I talk about a lot on this podcast and getting over that scare, like being scared of looking at the numbers and not knowing what they mean. I think that's a huge education opportunity. I work with a lot of brands who come off of like a platform like Etsy and then start up their own Shopify store. And yeah. you know, it just becomes overwhelming the amount of analytics you then have on Shopify or right. Google <laughs> Analytics. Like they haven't seen anything like that on Etsy before. But the things you're talking about, it's so true because I know also from my experience when when talking to like potential investors in your business, they want to know your customer lifetime value. They want to know there's a metric where they take your um, cost of customer acquisition and they divide it. They take your lifetime value and divide it by your cost of customer acquisition to come up with a ratio. Mm -hmm. A lot of investors won't invest in a business unless that ratio is like high return enough. So at the end of the day, we're all spending money to acquire customers, even if we're not doing Facebook ads, because time and money goes into creating organic social posts too, like that we're exactly. not even on, right? So I love that. I love that. And the fact that you talk about goals too is so impactful because I always talk about like, you know, <laughs> you have no map to the destination. If you don't know where you're going, you can't possibly have a map to get there. So setting those exactly. goals up front is definitely really important when you're dealing with paid ads for sure. So I know you have a framework for successful Facebook and Instagram ads. So I was hoping you could walk us a little bit through that. I'm sure we've touched on a couple of points of it, but what are some of the steps that people can take to creating more impactful and high converting ads? That's a great question. All right, let's jump in. Step one is by no surprise to know your numbers and know what your goal is. We're not going to run ads just to run ads. I want you to have a strategy in place. 
and we could be on here for like eight hours and I can <laughs> talk about all the different strategies and all the different, you know, all the different things you could run ads to, but let's keep it simple here and say, you just need to have a plan. You need to know your numbers and you need to have a plan. So I want you to remember those numbers I said earlier, which is that your cost per customer acquisition with ads should be about 30% of your average order value. So as you run ads, I want you to know that it's going to be about a week or two to really get your ads up and running. Don't turn them off after two days. Don't keep changing them. Let them run the course for a week or two and see what happens. And you're going to want to see that number that cost per acquisition be about 30% of your average order value for those of you with product-based businesses, okay? So that's number one. And then I want you to know that you have to spend enough money, mm-hmm. okay? This goes back to your last question of being scared to invest in paid ads. But you made a great point that you, you kind of touched on this a little bit. Everything's going to either cost you time or money. So if you do it organically, it's just going to take a lot longer. Ads are going to expedite the process. It's going to be the rocket fuel, okay, that you are going to want. So it's going to allow you to gather data really quickly and make adjustments and pivots really quickly. And that is almost as valuable as customers in the beginning, because if you don't, it would take you so long to get that much data with free or free marketing, organic marketing. It would take you so long to be able to get that many clicks on to your website, to get, you know, that many visitors, to get that many people adding to cart, right? Ads are going to rocket fuel that process. It's going to amplify that process. And then you have the data. So then you can see where people are dropping off and does that hit benchmarks? I want you to be aware of the industry benchmarks, the converting, like what should your checkout page be converting at and all of that. I want you to know those numbers so that you can watch them closely. And a lot of us are not naturally gifted at that. Maybe I'm one of those people, surprisingly. I am I'm not a numbers person, but I do know the importance of them. So sometimes we have to teach ourselves to pay attention to it. Even if it kind of drains us or overwhelms us, you just have to look at the numbers. So that's number one. Number two is targeting. So the next important thing is to make sure that the right people see your ads. A lot of people approach me and they say, Shelby, I've been running ads. I'm not sure I'm running them to the right people. Like, how do you know? How do you find targeting groups? I get messages all Mm -hmm. the time about this. Yeah. Here's the thing. You have to test. You have to test. The first month of running ads, you're going to do a lot of testing. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to test the same ad, the same campaign. I want you to send it to three to four different audiences and see what works. Okay. See what works. So for instance, let's say you do an email to, let's say you upload your email list or your customer list into Facebook, and then you can create a lookalike audience from those people and try that audience. And then you can maybe target people who, let's say you own 
a t-shirt business, I want you to really think about the kind of shopper that you want. Maybe you have higher end t-shirts. So you know that people with money, you're going to have to target people with money. So maybe you target people who shop at like Whole Foods or, you know, I want you to think about places they shop. I want you to think about other other e-commerce stores that they shop at. And I want you to search and see if you're able to target those audiences, target people who like those Facebook business pages. That is going to be, it's like stealing their audience. Okay. We're, I'll say borrowing. We're borrowing their audience mm-hmm. with targeting. And I want you to do this. I want you to group like three to four different targeting groups. So like, let's say you have Whole Foods and Target and let's say, what's another store? Can you think of one? Walmart. (laughs) Sure, we'll go with Walmart. Walmart. (laughs) And that's one targeting group. Okay. And then we'll do another one. So keep them smaller. What I see a lot of people doing is they run ads and in one ad set, you'll have like 15 things you're targeting. Mm -hmm. People who are interested in email marketing, people who are interested at Target, people are interested, you know, and it goes on and on and on and on. And the thing is, how do you know what's working if you have that many people that you're targeting in one ad? So Mm -hmm. break it up into three or four different groups. That way you have a better idea of which audience actually respond best to your offer to your ads Mm -hmm. so that's my kind of trick um that we use a lot so targeting the right people we use a lot of audience insights so you can go on google right now and click and type in facebook audience insights and use that tool you may need to watch a youtube video on how to use it but you'll be able to do some research on who to target and other pages. Like you could type in, I want to target women age 25 to to 55 who like target, for instance. And then it'll pull up other pages, other business pages that people who like target in in that group, women ages 25 to 55 who like target, what other business pages do they like? And it'll pull those up. And so then you can start to borrow those audiences as well. So it's super, super useful. And it's kind of like the cheat sheet here. So Facebook audience insights, you can Google that. And then if you need to watch a YouTube video on how to use it, you I'm sure you could find one. There's probably hundreds. Totally. So I want to pause there for a minute, because I think this is so important what Shelby's talking about, like developing these personas. And just for clarification, if they're using that Facebook audience insights tool and coming up with like people who also like Target, also like Trader Joe's or whatever, should they be putting those people in separate audiences or should they be combining them together? So I would say to combine them in one group Mm -hmm. and then you, you can create, so combine them in one group. I like the idea of doing like, those are going to be similar Mm -hmm. and then you can have another ad that's going to something a little bit different. Right. Yeah. So I probably wouldn't put, I guess Walmart is like the worst example. I probably wouldn't put them with Target (laughs) because the customer I think is quite different than Whole Foods. So maybe 100% a different group, particularly maybe you have like a Walmart Kroger group or something like that. I'm from Canada. So I, I know a little bit about us stores, but not, not fully versed. 
But yeah, no, I think that really is important. And the thing that Shelby mentioned that I wanted to highlight too is lookalike audiences. We've found a ton of success through lookalike audience retargeting, even just at the 1% level of a lookalike, which is essentially a 1% like duplication, I guess, of your audience from an email list or your customer list. Is there anything you want to expand more on that? Like other types of lists they could do? So you could do people, if you have an engaged Facebook business page, you have people that like it, comment on it, watch your videos. Let's say you do regular live videos. You can target people who engage on your Facebook business page. You can target people who've engaged on your Instagram page. There's a lot you can do with those. We do a lot of Facebook and Instagram engage. I call them engagers. That's what I always name the audience when I create them. Mm-hmm. And then we'll we'll create lookalike audiences from those. And what we found, especially especially those of you that utilize Instagram a lot, those audiences can be really great. A lot of people don't have that much engagement on their Facebook business page. That's super super normal because it is one of those things you have to pay to play, right? So. Even the big guys on Facebook, big companies, big personalities, a lot of them, they have 12 likes on a post, you know, so don't feel bad about that. But Instagram engagers can be a great one. It'll also include people who have messaged you on those business pages. So keep that in mind. There's a lot you can do. We do a lot of video views. So if you do videos regularly, if you do live videos regularly, You can target people who have watched your videos and you can also create lookalike audiences from those people as well. So that could be really powerful. Yeah, I think those audience groups are a great one for people to start with too because they're a lot warmer. So they're easier to convert than like some cold person who's never heard of this bracelet brand. Obviously you want to have that balance of warm and cold targeting. But I think, you know, if somebody's looking to start out, that might be a good place. So what's your third step in your framework? So the third step is add creative. Okay, so now you have a plan. You have a plan of action. You know where you're going. You know how much you need to spend to get there. You've now nailed in the audiences that you want to try. And again, you're going to run those ads for a week, two weeks, and then you're going to shut off the ads that aren't performing as well. And then you're going to reallocate your budget behind the ads to those audiences that are rocking and rolling, okay? And then the next step is, well, what does your ad look like, right? What kind of ad graphics or videos or ad copy? So this can be, this is a lot of fun. This is the fun part for those of you who are creative. This is when you get to really, you get to create ad ad graphics. So I am pulling up. I have a sheet here that walks through this. So with ad creative, you have two two options really for graphics visuals, okay? So you have graphics or you have videos. Video ads are gonna be, for most of you, the best bang for your buck. So they're very underutilized by brands and many times they're gonna be cheaper. So video ads are great. You want to keep your video under two minutes, okay? And a lot of you can create really, really micro videos, like really short videos for products where maybe your product is just like moving around or something like that. Or maybe you are showing somebody unbox 
their order. You know, think of things like that. If you are a service-based business, this is when you can offer something. You can tell them who you are, what you do, and tell them where you want them to go. You want them to click on the ad to order or click on the ad to sign up or register, whatever. So videos are great and they're going to cost less. Graphics, here's what I want you to know about ad graphics. What brand color is Facebook? Blue. Blue. Exactly. So try to avoid that like Facebook blue color. Okay. Because you're seeing that a lot. And the other thing is everything is square or rectangle, right? You have, you have posts on, if you go to your Facebook timeline on a mobile device or a computer, you're going to see everything in that square rectangle shape. So you have the, the side panels, the posts, everything is in that shape. So what I want you to think about is how do you stand out? So you have to create pattern interrupts. So when people see something, they're like, ooh, what's that? Because the graphic or video is the first thing that people see. The next thing they're going to do is read your ad, okay? Or actually stop and really look at it. But you need to create a quick pattern interrupt because people are stuck in what I like to call scroll mode. Mm -hmm. So you have to create scroll stopping ads. So think about shapes like circles and more fluid motions that you can you can utilize in your ad graphics that are going to allow people to stop what they're doing and be like what's that right bright colors do really well because again it's not what you're normally seeing Mm -hmm. I like to personally you'll see a lot of this in our ads we like to use a combination of like illustrations and real photos. So you'll see like fluid motions, like illustrations of fluid like motions and a person on there or a product, right? Because you're seeing, you're getting that combination where you're, you're able to see the tangible assets of a product or you're able to see the person and you can connect better. Um, but you're also getting those bright colors or those, those circular motions, something that is different. So think about how you can kind of create that pattern interrupt. And there's lots of ways to do it. Um, You can even create little like GIF motions or GIF motions on, on the graphics. Like you can do a whole lot of stuff. It's a lot of fun, but make sure that it's not overly busy as well. Because again, then that's kind of like gonna, that's gonna hurt people's brain. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's such a good point Shelby is making about stopping the scroll because really the more time that somebody spends kind of lingering on your ad, people like Facebook and Instagram know that. So they're more likely to serve it up to that audience, I think, in the future. Um, so you want to have those graphics. I remember hearing um, Ezra Firestone. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him. He's like a Facebook yeah. Ads guy. Yeah. Talk at a conference a couple years ago and he was talking about putting like borders exactly what you're saying like a color of a border around your photos um and I was I was very like against it because I was like it's so ugly but it actually stops people in the feed and we saw I tested it and exactly what you said earlier is you got you have to test this so you, you know you don't just put up like some ads and think they're amazing or if they fail they're they're awful you have to kind of test and learn and see what works for your audience because every audience is different um so I think you bring up some great points there and if if people aren't comfortable with video, um, I always tell like 
progress over perfection because I think some of us want to put out these like perfect brand videos but at the end of the day like a quick unboxing video is such a neat little hack or just like a sneak peek behind the scenes or like somebody just like twirling in the product can create a lot of that pattern interrupt in the feed too as well so that's such a good point yes that's a great those are great examples Mm -hmm. all right so what's the next step after ad creative all right well let's talk about ad copy really quick so for e-commerce and product-based businesses you don't have to focus so much on ad copy because really truly you can do like two to three lines and be good um you'll I want you to go look at the bigger e-commerce brands look at some of their ads and then you'll be able to kind of pull apart what their ad copy looks like that text part of their ad how many like how long is it and what do they say in it and that way you can get an idea of of what to what to emulate right for those of you that have service-based businesses and you're wanting someone to you know join your facebook group maybe your ads to that maybe it's to maybe it's to register for a workshop or webinar or masterclass or something like that or you know apply to be in your program. I want you to think about ad copy. It's going to be a lot more important for those of you that have service-based businesses or your coaches, course creators, et cetera. So I have building blocks to good ad copy, to great ad copy for those of you who have those types of businesses. So I'll go through really, really quickly. Mm. You want to have a hook, which is going to be the first two to three lines. You're going to want to hook your audience in. Okay. And inside of ad copy, you're only going to see two to three lines and then it'll say dot, dot, see more. And then if people want to read the rest of your ad copy, they'll click that button to read the rest. So for those of you who have longer ad copy that you're writing, you have to make sure that those first two to three lines are really, really, really good. Okay. Because you want them to click that, see more and read the rest. And then you want to Paint the problem of what your customer or ideal client is currently experiencing, okay? Paint that problem for them. And then I want you to give them their desired outcome. What does it look like to get through that problem? What does their life look like? And then you can introduce your offer and give the key benefits and takeaways. And then you're going to have a call to action. Make sure that you end your ad copy telling them exactly what to do to take the next step with you. So that's the building blocks. There is six of them. So you got the hook, paint the problem, desired outcome, introduce your offer, your key benefits and takeaways, and then your call to action or CTA. Love that. Thank you for sharing that. That's really easy for people to follow. And I think even with product-based businesses, sometimes if it's a product that maybe needs a bit more explaining or is a little bit more innovative, you could even follow that formula and test it and see how it does too, probably. Um, all right. So we've got the copy, the creative, we've got the, um, audiences and the kind of goals. What else is left in your framework to talk about? Just submitting your ad at that point, Mm -hmm. And then don't touch your ad for two days. (laughs) This is so important. (laughs) Yes. And that's the hard part for everybody, right? You want, you look at it and you're like, it's not working yet. And that's okay. It does take a while to gather enough data to, what we call optimize, right? So Facebook is still just gathering all of this data. It's putting your ad out there and seeing how people are responding. So you're not going to really get good data or metrics 
for at least a couple of days. So don't freak out. In fact, my advice to you is to not even look back there for two to three days. <laughs> That's really good advice. And we run pretty big budgets and in circles on Facebook ads. I actually have a freelancer I work with who does it. And I try not to go in there when she's putting up new ad sets because I get really freaked out. <laughs> if I yeah. look at the budget that's spending and the results, I'm like, oh God, we got to turn off that ad. And she's like, no, we're not turning it off. It's only been like a day. Yeah. Um, but that learning mode is so important. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs don't understand that like the end of the day, Facebook is smarter than us and their algorithm knows a lot more about the customers and their performance on, you know, views of the ads and whether they're slowing their scroll or stopping. So it's kind of doing its magic. So it's best to kind of just leave it alone. Exactly. Okay, cool. So let's flip over and talk a little bit about, because I know you have like um, a monthly membership program and I know you do some like Facebook ads coaching. One of the things that comes up a lot in the group is like, a lot of entrepreneurs, especially early stage, are very overwhelmed. So like adding Facebook ads, especially if data is not their thing and they don't want to take the time to like learn business manager, you know, what are some of the options out there? Like I know there's like freelancers or ad agencies or like coaching programs, like what, what would be right for who and at what stage in your opinion? Great question. So let's be super candid here. If you hire an ads agency, I like we are an ads agency. Um, there's lots of them out there and there's some that specialize in different types of ads. So that's definitely something to, to kind of research as well. So if you hire an ads agency, a good one's going to cost you between really between like two and $5,000 a month in addition to your ad budget. Yeah. So for those of you who have multiple six-figure businesses, that's a great investment for you because they're going to take really good care of you, most likely, right? They have the systems and processes. They have the case studies. They have the experience. They have the people who are constantly looking at your ads. They have the teams, right? So if you're at that point, your multiple six, seven-figure business, I say hire an agency, Okay, your time is worth a lot more money than sitting there and trying to create all this stuff. Totally. So have them do it. Okay, just have them do it. <laughs> For those of you who are newer to business, and maybe you're working on six figures, or yeah, let's say you're working on hitting six figures, you probably aren't going to want to hire somebody for multiple thousand dollars a month in addition mm -hmm. to they're going to make you spend at least a thousand or like a couple thousand dollars a month in ads as well. So you're looking at, you know, it's going to be a larger investment for those of you who are not at six figures or multiple six figures yet. Right. So my advice is to learn how to do it. And there's lots of, there's lots of courses out there. There's YouTube videos. There's so much information, but Here's my like warning to you. Content is constantly changing inside of Facebook. So Facebook algorithms change. I know that we're going to touch on iOS updates, right? There's so many things changing all of the time. I mean, the back end of Facebook looks different every couple months, it seems. Like there's yeah. so many things that that are changing and nuances. So a lot of the YouTube videos, they are outdated. 
and their screen is not going to look like your screen. So that's going to be really hard for those of you who are following along because it just simply like the features they're using don't exist. Here's yeah. a great example. I bought a ads course about two years ago from a very, I'm sure everyone, I'm not going to say their name, but they get, I'm sure everyone's seen their ads. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, let's funnel hack this. I buy a lot of courses because I want to see like how they present it, how, like what the content is. And also I just like to do that. I like to see what their funnel looks like and how do I make something better? So, and I was very curious because these people run a lot of ads. They have to spend, you know, probably six figures or more a month in advertising. So I was like, okay, let's see how good this is. So I buy this course, I get inside and they're like talking about these tools that you can use for targeting and all these different little tools you can use that didn't exist. This was years ago. The videos were made years ago and they're still selling it. And then you looked at the comments underneath the videos and it was like, yeah, like this isn't even updated. You guys, I can't believe you're selling this. Like and none of the videos are updated and our screens don't look like that. And it's been a year since that feature was deleted, right? So you're like, it was comment after comment after comment. Mm. And their response on each one, each comment was, well, the basics, right? The basic message is still the same that you can get this result or whatever. And I was like, wow, but that is, it's certainly the norm, quite honestly. A lot of the courses are not going to be updated. So If you want to run ads and you want to learn how to run ads, my suggestion is to find someone to like actively live teach you how to do it because that way they'll be able to work with you and at your experience level and at where you're at and for your business, right? And so, I mean, I have a program called Vampire Ads Academy and you guys can look at that. That's going to be like more done with you. But there's other people out there that do this too. And you can find people that really like hyper focus in on e-commerce ads. You can find your niche if you want. But I would suggest finding somebody who is an expert at ads and seeing if they teach it or contact them and ask them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's such good advice, Shelby, because I think in particular with um, paid Facebook ads, like, like you said, it's changing all the time. Like even three weeks ago, we could see the aggregate results of our campaigns. And now it's like all over the place in the business manager, there's all kinds of updates. So I find it even hard to stay up to date. Like I listen to a lot of podcasts and stuff like that, but I would never like read a book on a Facebook ad because it's like, by the time that goes to publish, it's like completely irrelevant. So it's definitely one of the fastest moving areas, I think, of digital marketing. And I also think having that like done with you option is really nice because then if you run into roadblocks and you get questions, then, you know, there's somebody there who can support you along the way as well. So that sounds really neat. And we'll definitely link to that in our show notes as well. So people can check out your programs going forward. Okay. So let's flip over and just talk a little bit quickly about iOS 14. And maybe you can just explain a little bit high level what's going on with that and why this is impacting Facebook ads and what can some people do that are easy to prepare for this without freaking out? Yeah. So essentially 
Apple has a new update that's rolling out. It's currently, it's like currently running out and we're going to see it kind of the effects of it really over the next couple of months through, I would say mid to late March. It was kind of expected to roll out February, March of this year. And we're starting to really see the effects of it right now inside of ads manager. So what this does is once you update your iPhone, for those of you who have iPhones, you're going to the first time you open up, let's say the Facebook app, you'll have the option. It'll pop up and it'll say, Hey, like, do you want to allow this, this app to track your data or whatever? And you'll be able to click yes or no. Essentially that's what it does. And so a lot of people will probably click no. And so what that means is let's say that person clicks, Nope, I don't want them to track any of my stuff. And this will happen with, you know, all of the different social media apps. Let's say they clicked no, and then they're scrolling on Facebook on their iPhone and they see your ad and they're like, oh my gosh, candles. I love candles. I'm going to buy this candle right now. And they click on your ad and then they're going to click buy and put in their payment information. Or maybe they don't, maybe they add to cart and never buy. Okay. Here's the thing. We can't track them. Yeah. And so we have in the past been able to track that person. So now we could, we could retarget them with ads like, Hey, you forgot to finish your checkout process and we could deliver ads to them. Right. Which have been very effective for those of our clients who do sell physical products. Mm -hmm. But now you won't be able to do that. This won't be the case for those of you or for those people that are on like a laptop or something like that. But for those on Apple device, it will be the case. You won't be able to track them. So you can see how that will mess up your, your data, your metrics, right? So what we have done with our clients in the last couple of weeks is I'll give you a couple steps. And this is something that you guys can all do at home and it won't take you very long. Okay. The first thing is make sure that your domain name is verified. Mm. So how you do this is you're going to go inside of your business manager. And actually, Facebook has a step-by-step tutorial on this. So you could actually Google how to verify my domain domain name with Facebook. And it'll actually give you step-by-step directions. You'll have to open up wherever you bought your domain name. So let's say it was GoDaddy or Namecheap or something like that it'll give you a little code and you basically add it to your DNS settings. And I know that for some of you, that's like, what? That's way over your head. Don't worry. It literally walks you through step-by-step how to do it. It's super easy. It'll take you like maybe 15 minutes. That's the first thing. Make sure your domain name is verified. This will make sure that none of your ads get paused in this process because we're all still Mm. figuring this out. And I think a lot of, even us, you know, ads experts and marketers, we're still trying to figure out the full effects of this. Like we won't really know, but we do know some things to kind of protect ourselves in this process. So that's one of them. Make sure your domain name is verified. The next thing I really suggest for any of you wanting to run ads is make sure your business is verified in Facebook as well. So you can again, go into your business manager, go into business info, and it'll show you if your domain name is, or if your business is verified, if it's not, you can just follow the quick steps. You usually have to 
submit your address and like it's not it should take you 10 minutes it'll be very quick the next thing is we've played around with this and I I have to admit that I'm not sure how this would work with those of you with e-commerce businesses but for those of you with service-based businesses and coaches course creators what we have done is we'll create landing pages the landing pages we're running ads to we'll duplicate them so one is per, just for organic traffic, like they'll send traffic to that one. And we have a landing page that is specifically for ads. Mm. So the only traffic we're getting on that page is for ads. That way we can really see the difference. We can measure our metrics a little bit better. That way we know like, okay, if people, let's say you're running ads to a lead magnet, like we know exactly how many lead magnets came how many downloads came from that page we can see in the website analytics and we can measure that against what we're seeing in ads manager. So we can see if there's any discrepancies and we have a better measure of what's kind of happening. So if you're able to do that, that's what I would suggest just so that you can have more accurate data. Yeah, definitely. There are some apps you can create landing pages with uh, within Shopify stores for sure. And they have a lot of measurements. So I think that's a great technique that you could probably lift easily for e-commerce as well. And then the other thing is on Shopify stores, there's an app called like there's a new Facebook app that if everybody's not got that installed, they should definitely get it installed because it installs the conversion API tracking mechanism, which is really important going forward versus the pixel But yeah, like you said, like we're all kind of just like learning what's happening. I feel like the people over at Facebook must be having just a meltdown because of the impact this is going to have. Um, And it kind of came, at least for me, it came out of nowhere. So (laughs) I will say that I did talk to somebody who works at Facebook. Okay. And she told me, she said, obviously there's a lot of like NDAs in place. So she couldn't elaborate but she said that they are working and finalizing some things that will be good for marketers and advertisers so they're definitely essentially her comment to me was like don't worry it's really going to be fine like there's going to be a lot of new stuff that rolls out for Facebook so that advertisers will succeed so for those of you running ads like with all of this my stance has always been that like Facebook makes all its money with advertisers, right? That's how it makes money. So they want you to be successful running ads. So they're a very powerful company. They're a very large company. They have a lot of money and they have a lot of the best software and the best, you know, technology in place. So they're going to figure it out. They're going to figure out a way to make sure that people are still advertising on their platforms because they still want to make money, right? So have faith that it'll all get worked out and it probably will be better for us. Yeah. Yeah. That's great advice. We've chatted for so long, but I feel like this is so good. So I want to keep going with just like two more questions. So other than like Facebook business manager, which is obviously really important to learn if you're running paid ads, what are a couple of tools or apps that you swear by for running ads or creating creative or publishing ads? Like, is there anything that you would recommend people check out? Okay. So tools and apps. For those of you doing your own ads, you don't need a fancy schmancy, like you don't need software or tools that are like Canva's great. Canva's great for creating graphics. You don't need anything fancy. You don't need to go learn Adobe Illustrator if you don't know it. Like 
you're going to be fine. You can use Canva. That's great. And sometimes we still, if we're in a crunch and we need an add up like fast, I and my graphics team can't get to it for clients within a couple of days, then I will create something in Canva based on what I know works, right? We talked about that like border that's colorful around the the graphic and things like that. Canva's great. Another thing that I use is Clipscribe. That's C-L-I-P-S-C-R-I-B-E, Clipscribe. It's great for video ads. So it gives you that really cool headline and subheading at the top of the video. And then it, it transcribes everything at the bottom. So you have subtitles. It's awesome. And it's quick awesome. and easy. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like, there is a cost to it, but mm-hmm. it's not expensive. Mm-hmm. So I really like that. I say, I would say those are my two like diehards, like Canva, for those of you just doing your own graphics, you can also do videos in there as well. And then Clipscribe. Awesome. All right. So before we get into a couple of hot seat questions, I just want to talk more about what's next for you. What are you working on for your clients? Are you launching any programs or anything that you wanted to highlight? We are continuously growing and making our Fempire Ads Academy better. That's what we're really focused on this year is just helping as many people learn Facebook ads and learn how to do it the correct way and giving them the support and guidance that they will need in the process. And tell me a little bit about, because you have your coaching option and then you have your academy. And then is there like another option, I think, to work with you or are those the main two? So the two main ones are either hire us to run your ads for you. So that would be hiring my ads agency. And then I also have Fempire Ads Academy, which is that really done with you kind of program. It's 12 months long and you're getting the weekly calls and support. You're getting an ads coach inside who actually is an ads manager inside of my agency to check in with you weekly and you get a one-on-one with them once a month. You get access to our private Facebook group. You get templates for Canva to create ad graphics and copy templates. And you just ongoing support, really. It's access to all of the training that you would need to run ads, but also the weekly calls. So when you do need help with something, you just hop on a call with us and we walk you through how to do it. It's amazing. So let's get into hot seat questions and then we'll wrap up with you letting everybody know where to find you online. So I'm just going to ask you a few because we have a few minutes left. What is your one non-negotiable step in your morning routine? Coffee. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Coffee is actually, I've tried to give up caffeine for a month and I did it, but now I'm back. (laughs) I've done that before too. And I felt great. I felt great. And then I was like, oh, but it just, it's like the smell and the feel of the hot like cup in your hand. It's just, it's a whole thing. Totally. (laughs) So what's your favorite podcast that you're listening to right now? It could be for business or for fun. Ooh. Okay. I have so many that I listen to. Okay. I'll, I'll give you a few. I'm going to open up my app right now so I can accurately tell you because I was listening to one this morning. I'm really into Kelly Roach's Unstoppable Entrepreneur. Oh, I don't know that one. When I need to like not think about work and ads, I love Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald. It's mm-hmm. just fun, like celebrity gossip. And I love that. I also love how I built this with yeah. Guy Ross. Yeah, I just love that show because it's so inspiring. So, so inspiring. 
Yeah, so good. If you guys haven't checked those out, I'll put them in the show notes so you can link to them after and check them out. I'll definitely have to check out that unstoppable entrepreneur one that sounds great I'm a little behind on celebrity gossip like I'm like light years behind like I see photos on Instagram I'm like who are these people oh yeah but I need to get back into it I think for a hobby it's totally a hobby for me it's like it's just a whole hour of celeb gossip and like all of these crazy things that are happening and you're just like oh my gosh I'm so normal I love it Awesome. My last little hot sweet question. What's your favorite Instagram account that you're following right now? Ooh, that's a good one. Oh man. I honestly have to tell you that I don't go on Instagram as much as I would like to, but I will tell you, and I'm going to say her name wrong, but I've been following her for years. It's K-A-I-L-O-C-H-I-C. So Kalo Chic. Okay. She's a blogger and it has nothing to do with business. Her photos are just beautiful and colorful and she like she DIYs stuff and and it's just fun to watch. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I think it's good to follow people who like bring goodness into your life because a lot of times Instagram can be like a negative spot for people for creating comparison and all that kind of stuff. So it's awesome that you found an account that brings a little brightness to your day. I think yeah, it's amazing. I love it. So, all right, to wrap up, thank you so much for your time, Shelby. This was super educational and I'm totally sure my audience will learn so much and probably listen to this one twice. Where can people find out more about you? What are your best social platforms to connect with you on and what's your website? You can go to my website, fempiremedia.com. That's F as in Frank, E-M-P-I-R-E, media.com. And you can find me on Instagram (laughs) at Life with Shelby. And you can find me on Facebook. Awesome. Great, Shelby. Thank you so much for your time. And I really enjoyed this interview and we'll put everything in the show notes, all the links to find out more about Shelby and connect with her and see if it's fit. If you want to join her coaching program and thanks again, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Brave and Boss, the podcast. If you want to take your e-commerce brand to the next level, be sure to check out my website at christysumer.com, where you can find all the show notes, free resources, and blog posts and principles to help you grow your online store. You can also follow me at K-R-I-S-T-I-S-O-O-M-E-R on Instagram. Find your purpose, make it happen. I'll talk to you soon.